Welcome, everyone, to the Adventures Podcast, where we talk Marvel, DC, Star Wars, and more. I'm your host, Peyton, and with me is my co-host, Torn. Hello. Hello. Uh, what is going on? I'm chilling. Going to a wedding later on today, so that's going to be exciting. Well, that's today. Yes, it is. I see. Exciting, maybe? Yeah. Probably. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You approve of this wedding? You're not going to object? Do. No. Good. um we got a great show for everyone this week uh before we get into everything do you want to say again uh this is the last episode of the year we're going to be taking next week off for crema and then we'll be back uh, Mm -hmm. in the new year in 2023 uh there is going to be something going up next week uh it's gonna i don't know why i'm being coy about it uh i'm there's I'm, I remastered the first episode of the podcast because that was back when I didn't know what audio levels were or or audio mixing or editing or anything like that. So basically, uh, it's a shit episode. But I remastered it, re-edited it a little bit, re-edited it a little bit. Um, and so that'll be going up next week. Uh, and then I think throughout the course of 2023, I'm going to slowly remaster all the episodes that just kind of sound like shit um and then i don't like not on youtube those will be available on like apple podcasts and spotify and stuff like that i don't know if you can do it on youtube if you can i'm too lazy to figure it out so that'll just if you want to see or hear the original shit audio i guess go on youtube but uh yeah I'll, i'll continue to update those throughout the year and then starting in the new year teased it last week there is going to be a big change coming up uh in the new year so be ready for that uh won't say what it is just yet but that's coming uh next year and uh i think that's everything i think so uh what did you what did you watch this week good thing i'm on my letterbox um i finally finally got around to seeing barbarian ah that movie is fucking insane. And like I'm gonna say this, like I think it's like a damn near perfect movie. Like it's 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 damn oh. near perfect. Um the reason why I think it's damn near perfect is because um you know the the cast is is really good. Um, you know, features uh Bill Skarsgard, aka Pennywise. His eyes just give off Pennywise so much. Um but it's something that doesn't really over it doesn't overstay its welcome, um, and you know it's a it's a good hour and forty eight minutes, um, and it features also like um, Justin Long, who is a fucking great actor, and like I would say like he's a underrated legend in the horror genre. He knows his stuff, and I want to see him in more projects uh, that are horror. But it's one of those plots where like everything comes together. And like it leaves no questions asked, and that's something that like I really enjoyed a lot. And like you know, like like we talked about it, and I'm in a podcast or two ago that um it had a very low budget, but was a critical um, success. And just because you know of the, of the direction alone and what it had to offer for the horror genre, so. I really enjoyed this film a lot. Um, I really wish I had seen it in theaters, but but better late than never. Um, I am truly happy that I saw it. Well, that's 
great. Um, I haven't seen it because I'm a bitch, and that's that. Is that thing? I, I mean, I mean, like I'm, I'm a, I'm not, I'm not like uh, the best when it comes to horror movies as well. Like you know, I can't really just fully sit down and like you know emotionless. But like the the amount of times I've said, um, oh fuck no, and oh hell no. Nah. Um, should be in the Guinness World Guinness Book of World Records. Um, I can't tell you like how many times where a, a scary part showed up and I was walking around my room and uh, just panting back and forth. Um, that was fucking amazing. Um, I saw it. It doesn't help that I saw it at like one o'clock in the morning as well. Um, but yeah, that shit was insane. So yeah. You see anything else? Um. What did I see? No, I haven't really seen anything else. I I did want to watch like you know some Christmas movies. Like I wanted to watch uh, National Lampoon's uh, Christmas Vacation or something like that. Yeah. Um, and even like go back and rewatching like Home Alone and Home Alone Two. But I just haven't really gotten the chance to yet. Um, probably will next week when it's closer to Christmas time. But you know. Hmm. I have been, I, I returned to my Wes Anderson binge. There's still, I think, either one or two movies that I haven't seen yet. But I did see The Life Aquatic with Steve Zissou, uh, with uh, Bill Murray and Owen Wilson, you know, Wes Anderson <laughs> uh, staples. Uh, this was solid, man. It, it's his worst reviewed film, I believe. And I mean, the audience score would disagree, but it is his worst reviewed uh, movie critically, at least. And it's solid. It's definitely not his best work. Uh, It's it's it it was sort of similar to the other film with Owen Wilson, which I guess is like every Wes Anderson movie. So that's not saying much. But (laughs) the uh, fuck was it? What was it called? That's such a weird name that like the Darjeeling Limited or something like that. Yeah, that uh, took place on the train. It sort of felt like that, where it, it was like in one location, but the location was also like big at the same time. I don't know how to explain it, but but basically, uh, I always think the Wes Anderson movies are uh, at their best when they sort of span a lot of places rather than just sort of one location. Uh, the story itself was solid. Uh, it it. Bill Murray is like basically like a filmmaker and he's like, he's sort of washed up and it, and he's trying to like make his swan song or whatever. And some guy died and he's trying to like, sort of like exact his revenge and stuff like that. Uh, it's good. It's good stuff. The, uh, it started a little slow and then it, it got pretty interesting and then it ended, but it was solid. It was solid. I think it was better than the Darjeeling limited. Uh, not by a, ton but also the, i mean though that was a solid movie as well i think if like the darjeeling limited is like a seven and a half then this is like a 7.8 you know rounded to an eight i guess but then i also watched the french dispatch which is his most recent film and that then that is uh this is interesting because there it's like it's almost like a, its own little like mini series because there's three stories in one film and they're all interconnected because each story is specifically for a magazine called the French dispatch and also has Bill Murray and Owen Wilson and shit. (laughs) But, um, and the, the, the upside or the, and the downside is that 
because there's multiple stories and they're not they they don't really tie together other than the fact that they're all being written for this magazine is that some stories are just going to be more interesting than others and there was one sort of like the first one i thought was probably the least interesting i think there was also one with uh timothy chalamet that was pretty interesting and then there was one with jeffrey wright that was uh pretty interesting as well i thought this was really really solid i'd probably give it like yeah like an 8.3 or something uh something about just the this wes anderson's visuals are just always infectious to me i love it so much but yeah probably yeah probably like an 8.3 or something like that if i had to be real specific maybe an 8.5 but that, that's pretty much all the movies i watched i rewatched black adam it's trash uh six out of ten <laughs> it's just i don't know uh but i also i have been i haven't finished it yet but i have been playing through the new justin roiland game high on life and oh yeah i i really want to get that it's it's on game pass so oh thank uh, you uh, it's it's been a blast to be honest. It's like, cause it starts out. It's like, what the fuck is going on? And then you, I don't know. It just, it's a Justin Roiland thing. So it's very Rick and Morty solar opposites. Uh, it's just really solid. It's really funny. Uh, most of the criticisms, the, and hate the game receives are just people who don't really like Justin Roiland type things. So, and, and of course the gun is, talking to you the entire time. And so a lot of people get really annoyed by that. But as everyone should know by now, I'm a dialogue, man. I'm a dialogue. <laughs> Let me some dialogue. So I'm just like, yes, keep talking. Uh, I'm completely okay with this, but there is a setting where you can turn down the frequency of which the gun uh, actually talks to you. So uh, if people are annoyed by that, but also the, the whole game is sort of centers around that. So I mean, uh, it's probably best to just keep it where it is. Uh, and if, you know, if it's, it's, it's certainly not going to be for everyone. The, uh, combat is, uh, surprisingly satisfying. Uh, it's also surprisingly difficult. It's sort of, it's, it, it has like a sort of a, a doom element to it. Uh, actually there's a lot of parts that are like doom now that I think about it. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it's just, it's just really fun, really satisfying. Uh, I love the dialogue again, very Rick and Morty, like because of a dialogue per like I'm the type of person, like if I go into a video game, like Red Dead Redemption or the last of us or something like that, I will, if there's like a conversation going on that doesn't involve my character, I'll just sit there for like five minutes until the game runs out of dialogue. Cause I just, I don't want to hear the dialogue. Um, so I'm having a real good time with it and I haven't finished it yet, but I'm excited to get back to it. So, but yeah, that is all I watched uh, and played, I guess, this week, which means it's time to move on uh, to the news of the week. Of course, there's going to be time codes in the description of the show notes. If you want to jump around, just go straight to the topic. But, you know, there's some interesting stuff here, some DC updates. So, yeah, let's start off with some Star Wars news. Uh, Patty Jenkins confirms that Star Wars Squadrons is still in active development, saying, quote, I originally left Rogue Squadron after a long productive development process when it became clear it couldn't happen soon enough and I did not want to delay Wonder Woman 3 any further. 
yeesh. <laughs> um, uh, when I did, Lucasfilm asked me to consider coming back to Rogue Squadron after Wonder Woman 3, which is which I was honored to do, so I agreed. They made a new deal with me. In fact, I'm still on it, and that project has been in active, active development ever since. I don't know if it will happen or not. So, you know, now that Wonder Woman 3 isn't happening, yikes. Uh, <laughs> so I guess he'll just be fully on Rogue Squadron then, or, or maybe not fully on Rogue Squadron, but, uh, you know, they kind of, they put themselves in a tough position here because <laughs> with Top Gun Maverick coming out and they just announced it like this is going to be the best fighter pilot movie of all time. And now that's not, ooh. Uh, nah. <laughs> Tall order. <laughs> right. But, yeah, so that's the uh, Star Wars news. Uh, On to some DC news. Oh, what do you know? Patty Jenkins has denied uh, rumors in the THR article uh, saying, quote, uh, when there started being backlash about Wonder Woman 3 not happening, the attractive clickbait false story that it was about that it was me that killed it or walked away started to spread. That is simply not true. I never walked away. I was open to considering anything asked of me. It was my understanding there was nothing I could do to move anything forward at this time. DC is obviously buried in changes they are having to make, so I understand these decisions are difficult right now. Uh, So, Patty Jenkins is definitely seemingly not involved with the project anymore. It seems like she didn't leave. It seems like she wanted to be on the project, but was fired. (laughs) So, if she's, you know, telling the truth, which I feel like she is, but also, like... There was a thing where Gal Gadot tweeted like the day before the news birth that Wonder Woman 3 wasn't going to happen that she was like, like, can't wait for you to see the next chapter. So maybe like she's maybe she knew that Jenkins wasn't coming back, but maybe she's staying on as Wonder Woman. I don't know. But it definitely Patty Jenkins is certainly not involved. And that's crazy. Bag fumbled. Just kidding. It wasn't her fault. Well, no, I'm kidding. Uh, next piece of DC news. Superman and Lois Season 3 and Gotham Knights will both premiere on March 14th on the CW. So, so I will I definitely be tuning in two. to one of those. <laughs> yeah, I don't know who... I don't know. The writer of Gotham Knights needs to fucking be fired. Oh my god. <laughs> Shit ain't, ain't even Gotham Knights. It's just like fucking... I don't know what it is. Shit's, shit's like an abnormality, bro. Yeah, I don't know why they would call it that. But I'm super excited for Superman and Lois Season 3. I'm fascinated to see what this uh, new Jonathan's going to be like. Um, but yeah, we'll see about that. Uh, this is according to The Hollywood Reporter. Henry Cavill and Gal Gadot's cameos have been cut from The Flash. Oh my god. So, uh... <laughs> so... You know, no. as I was saying earlier about Gagano maybe staying on, doesn't you know if she's getting cut? <laughs> and I'm I'm a little conflicted about this because on the one hand, I understand wanting to cut him because you don't want to promise something that's never going to come. But at the same time, for a movie like this, you want to stuff it with as many cameos as possible. I mean, if you want to, you know, drive up that box office, uh, you're going to want to be like, hey, hey, look at this. <laughs> yeah, and it doesn't. It wouldn't really matter if the movie serves as a reboot, anyways. So. Yeah, give give the people what they want. Exactly, like let it let let this movie sort of be like the swan song of the DCEU, you know? Yeah, is what it is. I guess. <laughs> so. I know. Can't have shit in Detroit, bro. 
this is according to Variety. Uh, James Gunn and Peter Safran met with Ben Affleck to discuss the possibility of directing an upcoming DC film. Yes, the Batman Returns. No. Return to Snyder. <laughs> Shut up. Now, it has been known that I am not a fan of Ben Affleck's Batman. Uh, that being said, he's he's a he's a good director. <laughs> so, uh, if he if he is gonna direct a DC film down the line, I'm fucking down, man. Yeah, I'm down for this new Batman. Yes, no. <laughs> yes, no. <laughs> good lord. <laughs> uh, and you know. Speaking of James Gunn, Peter Safran, we got some uh, James Gunn DC updates. Uh, He said this on Twitter. uh, Peter and I have a DC slate ready to go, which we couldn't be more over the moon about. We'll be able to share some exciting information about our first projects at the beginning of the new year. Among those on the slate is Superman. In the initial stages, our story will be focusing on an earlier part of Superman's life, so the character will not be portrayed by Henry Cavill. (laughs) But... (laughs) But we just had a great meeting with Henry, and we're big fans, and we talked about a number of exciting possibilities to work together in the future. They ain't gonna work with his ass anymore. <laughs> He's fucking done. So, uh, 100% confirmed now, Henry Cavill is not returning Superman. <laughs> uh, we just talked about it last week. And uh, also, uh, James Gunn will write the new Superman film, and Gunn says it is not an origin story. So that, at least, is a relief. Yeah, that's, that's, that's good. Story. That's good. Yeah. Um, I am just like last week, I'm conflicted because for a multitude of reasons, but like, obviously again, we love Henry Cavill. Uh, we know that given the chance he could portray a phenomenal version of Superman and he just hasn't been giving that, given that chance, but I completely understand and maybe even in the long run, or not, or maybe even if I was in James Gunn's position, I might have even done the same thing, just starting completely clean, and that would mean sacrificing Henry Cavill. Um, I think it's for the best in the long run, but fuck, man, it really does hurt to see just because of that wasted potential. Man, look how that massacred my boy. <laughs> man, that shit. Yeah, I, I, I completely agree. It's. You know, like wasted potential is something we don't ever want to see and like in terms of also comic book movies. But it also like hurts even more that Henry Cavill is one of those people that will go down as like wasted potential in the comic book universe of movies, so that fucking sucks. He easily could have been one of the best Superman of all time. I know. Yeah, it really sucks, but I'm also happy and excited that they are going in a sort of a new direction. But I'll also, I wanted to talk about it last week and I fucking forgot to point it out. Um, if they, obviously they're not keeping Henry Cavill, but James Gunn, now this is before he was CEO, um, or the head, whatever president. I don't know what he is. Uh, <laughs> um, he, he has said that he would, he, he, he would love to work with Margot Robbie again on something Harley Quinn related. Obviously he's doing Peacemaker season two, which I imagine might be the last DCEU thing, or maybe he might just cancel it altogether. I don't fucking know. 
Uh, we haven't gotten, you know, really any word on that uh, since it got renewed in the first place. But even then, that was before the Discovery merger. So I don't know. Um, but he's discussed working with Margot Robbie and stuff in the, with Margot Robbie again in the past. So, like, if they kept Margot Robbie and even if they kept Peacemaker and that whole crew, his wife and all them, wouldn't that like that be a little hypocritical, <laughs> wouldn't it? Like, yeah. I'm going to keep the stuff that I had a hand in. I I don't know. Because also, I, I, I like Margot Robbie as Harley Quinn is fantastic. I, so I'd love to see her stay on as the character. But if we're going to go in a new direction with everyone being younger and, you know, sort of, sort of sort of like early days, then I can't see... I, I, You'd have to re you'd have to recast and redo it if you if you if it truly is a clean slate. Yeah. And then it and then if if he doesn't do that, then it's like, well, why the fuck didn't you keep Henry Cavill? But you brought up a good point. I'm stumped. I mean, I wasn't going to refute it, but you know, Henry Cavill is seven years older than Margot Robbie. Really? Yeah. So I guess that could be an excuse. Age. <laughs> How old is Margot Robbie? Like 30, 32. 32. Oh my God. It doesn't look anything like it. I mean, 32 is fairly young. So Henry Cavill still looks good too. But anyways. It's just, it's just awkward. Like you have him in Black Adam and then a week after he announces his return as Superman. And then like a month later... I, 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 I can't imagine. Like, I can't imagine being Henry Cavill because he clearly has passion for that character. And then it gets fucking torn away. Yeah. Like, in a span of, like, you know, like, you know, a week. And we talked about it last week, too. Like, you can't, you can't blame James Gunn. Yeah, you can't. Because he didn't make that promise to Henry Cavill. The Rock and the studio did. But even then, the studio didn't even promise anything. He didn't, he didn't sign a deal. It was just cameo in Black Adam and The Flash, and then we'll worry about a, you know, a new film deal later. But that never happened. Uh, this like the it, and it, and again, I think we said it last week. Like this whole thing is going to get worse before it gets better. Um, it's just it's just a fucking mess. Uh, they James Gunn talked about how we're going to get you know at least maybe an early look at what maybe the start of their ten year plan is you know, that slate at the beginning of next year. So I'm looking forward to that. Uh, clearly we know Superman's going to be a part of it. Batman's definitely going to be a part of it. James Gunn has said that Batman is an integral part to this, uh, his plan. Um, I imagine Wonder Woman will be part of it as well. Uh, I think David F. Sandberg, he took a picture and he might've like leaked the DC studios logo and it had green. It had Batman, Superman, Wonder Woman, Green Lantern, the flash, and Aquaman on it. Whether that's, you know, an indicator of what's to come, I don't know. But, you know, maybe something to keep in mind. Like, but yeah, this this whole thing's a mess. But but Gunn writing a Superman movie, that's exciting. Not an origin story. It, I think he also said that it's going to be uh, his, about his sort of early days at uh, the Daily Planet. So I imagine we're going to get a lot of Clark Kent content. Which is what I look for in a Superman uh, anything. So I'm 
I'm excited, but also fuck this sucks. <laughs> like like I'm happy, but I'm 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 so sad. I know. Uh, but anyway, not to wallow. Uh this now onto some Marvel news. The showrunner for Echo uh confirms that the series has been delayed until at least December 2023. Which that's fine. Yeah. I, that's fine. Yeah, you, you know. That's fine. Yeah. I, I ain't got. I ain't got no shit to say. Yeah, like, I, I, like, I, don't really, I don't really have a problem with this for two reasons. One, just take your time. <laughs> take your time. Get yeah. it done. Yeah, take your time. But take also, time. it was slated. Uh, Echo and Loki season two were both slated to release summer twenty twenty three, and that probably would have felt a little crowded. <laughs> so yeah, to to move one of them, uh, it, it it does it makes sense, and it's probably for the best. <laughs> so. That that's uh, that's fine. But uh, this next piece of Marvel news, uh, this is according to THR. <laughs> Donald Glover is set to star in and produce Sony's Hypno Hustler, a new Spider-Man villain spinoff film. I, I don't even know. <laughs> I don't I don't know what to think about this. I, I know next to nothing about Hypno Hustler. <laughs> yeah, that, that, that's got to be like, I don't know. That don't sound right to me. Like, I mean, it's, it's cool because, you know, we're getting more Donald Glover stuff. Yeah, like, I mean, the, the not... only reason I'm slightly on board is because Donald Glover is involved. Okay, so... Oh, you know what? I looked him up. Yeah, he's like a product of the 70s, clearly, like, disco-themed. A hypno-hustler? That sounds... I don't know, man. That, <laughs> that ain't no sit right with me, low-key. <laughs> Apparently, uh, the music aspect of the character is what drew Donald Glover to the role. His name is Antoine Delsoin. What? Uh, that's his name, Antoine Delsoin. Delsoin? Yeah, D E L S O I N. Delsoin. What the f? Okay. Yeah, I don't know. Um, I would talk about this more, but I literally have zero idea what to think of this. It's a Spider Man yeah. villain solo film, again, which I have zero interest in seeing. <laughs> um, but Donald Glover. <laughs> so, right? I mean. Maybe it'll be cool, I guess. I mean, he's producing. I mean, That's like if he was just starring, I'd be like, mm, I don't know. But he's producing it too. He's oh yeah, he's producing and starring in it. Yeah. Well, that's good. I, I'm glad. We're, I'm glad we're gonna get, we're gonna see more a little bit of a uh, funny Donald Glover back. More of Troy. Imagine Troy in this community reference. What's that? What? What's what's community? Yeah. <laughs> he better be in that fucking movie. I know, right? Dan Harmon said he's quote down to clown, so I'm. I'm. He, he better be in it. Yvette Nicole Bound better be in it too. I'm gonna be fucking pissed if I don't see Shirley. I love Shirley. Anyway, um, Insomniac Spider-Man Two will release in fall 2023. Hell yes! Until it's delayed. Uh, right. Knock on wood. That doesn't happen. Uh. Yeah, super excited for this. Don't know what to say. Like, we know next to nothing about it other than Craven and Venom are going to be in it. Um, um, just, I can't wait. <laughs> I I cannot wait. Um, and also, you know, speaking of Spider-Man stuff, uh, the Across the Spider-Verse trailer dropped. And our boy Miles Morales is just being hunted. He's getting fucking jumped. It's because he has parents. It's because he has parents or it's because he's black. Fucking Spider-Man 299 delivering the most vicious choke slam I've ever seen in my life. 
like they they ain't giving my man's a break. Like what did the what did he do? <laughs> right. Oh my god. Shit. This. Oh, I don't know what he did, man. I started thinking to myself, man, what do you do to make them people that mad? But I don't know, consequences we'll to saying the n word. How do you Whoa, know? No. <laughs> <laughs> My gosh, it's funny. But overall, I I cannot wait to to stake out Fandango and get my tickets instantly. Is it June or July next year? Um, it's June. June. Good. June third. Good. June third. Oh God, just amazing. How much time has passed since the first movie in universe? Uh, that is in universe. Yeah. Um, I think it's been like around because they're older, clearly. Yeah, they're older. I want to say like, as I mean, as much time as the real world, right? I mean, like it's been like five years. Five years. Yeah. Wouldn't that make First them like out, early twenties? Yeah, that, that's how the, that's how that's how old they look. Huh. Nah, I'm just fucking playing with you. I don't know. Oh. God damn it. Cause she's all like, "Oh, you're not a little kid anymore." But I was like, "I was like, that could range anywhere from 18 to 22." I don't. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I'm just glad to fucking see something. As am I. But that is the news of the week, which means it's time to move on to our topic, which is best and worst of 2022. A lot of stuff came out this year. What? Of, what how much of it was shit? Uh, not a ton. Well, I mean, I'm sure there was a lot of it, but like, not a ton that we saw, at least. Because yeah, I don't like to watch bad things. Except, well, no. No, that was a masterpiece, actually. Never mind. Yeah, then again, we have this thing, right, called opinions. So, you may think something is bad, and we might think something is peak. Yep. But all matters of what you think is which, so. Yeah, so we're not, I don't feel like doing this in a like, sort of a list format. Let's just, <laughs> why don't you start it off, and then we'll just kind of try to give the ball rolling. Yeah, so the first one on my list is uh, Morbius. I'm kidding. <laughs> no, 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 no. You're right, you're right, you're right. That's my best stuff. That's my best stuff. <laughs> yeah. uh, the first one is is the Batman, of course. It's peak, the peak man. I mean, I don't know. I've seen it three that. times now. It's a little overrated. It's crazy. I've only seen it one time. Just kidding. I've You've only seen it once? Yeah, I've really? only seen it one time. Yeah, what are you doing? <laughs> I just haven't seen it once. I, yeah, I've only seen it one time, and that was the day I watched it in oh theaters. Oh my god! At least you're not Nicole and have seen it zero times. Yeah, if you, yeah, if you hear this, Nicole, you fucking lacking. I keep bothering her. Like, watch the Batman. She's, she's like, I'll get to it. I'm like, watch the Batman. Meanwhile, she's watching the X Men movies. I'm like, those are shit. Not really. I love them, but like, come on, man, this is the Batman. <laughs> But yeah, also, obviously, I also have the Batman on here. I mean, what a great sort of moment of the year, you know? I mean, just the, that entire uh, point in time, except the people acting like it's the best thing since sliced bread. Like, I mean, it's I guess it could kind of be over, seen as overrated in that sense, <laughs> but uh, just hasn't. It's fucking great, man. It's great. It's three hours. Doesn't feel like it, though, in my opinion, at least. A lot of people did feel that three hours. <laughs> You'd be crazy not to have the fucking Batman on your list. Fucking crazy. Like, I get maybe not liking it as much as other people, but 
I don't know. How do you not like? Come on. <laughs> like, like, like you gotta appreciate the craft that Matt Reeves did. It's with the Batman. Gorgeous. It's literally it's the best fucking Gotham we've seen on screen. It's so good. I know, right? It's fucking amazing. Obviously, getting to see Robert Pattinson's Batman finally. I mean, I was sold off that trailer. I mean, oh, I wonder how different uh, or how society would have received the film had it came out in October of 2021. Uh, I still feel like it would be generally the same, same, but I mean, you may never know. I mean, so I'm still kind of glad that we got that we got that delay because we can have a little bit more thirst for the peak man. So I don't know, man. Imagine getting the Batman and then like not that much later we get No Way Home. All right, yeah, people will be salivating at the mouth. Ah, <laughs> oh, but what a great time! Robert Pattinson was fantastic. Not everyone in that fucking cast was that. Zoe Kravitz, Kravitz. Literal fucking perfection as Captain Paul Dano as the Riddler. The Riddler, that, yeah. Uh, the Jeffrey Riddler. Wright as Commissioner Gordon. Fucking John Turturro. Falcone. Falcone, yeah. Uh, Andy Serkis as Alfred, which I didn't expect to like as much as I did. But I'm like, hey, this guy's doing a good job, man. Need, needs more screen time. Needs more screen time. You know where he gets that screen time? Andor. You should watch Andor. Anyway... Uh, next, next up, I have, uh, for my best, uh, bullet train. Yes. Yes. What a surprise. I mean, bullet train was coming out. I was like, that looks fun. Buy a fucking blast, man. <laughs> this, this was, this was great. And I mean, the plot's a little messy, but like, it's just fun. It's just a good time. Yeah. If you don't like fucking bullet train, you're a fucking diesel. God. Oh. I'm lemon. He's tangerine. Like the fruit. Fucking, you have like goddamn stacked cast. Fucking shit was amazing. Red herrings like a motherfucker and some. Right. Oh my God. Yeah, that, that movie was amazing. I wish I, I. It's another movie I wish I had seen in theaters, but no one wanted to go with me. So. Didn't ask me. You didn't ask me either. Well, that's because I saw what my. I didn't, I didn't know what we were seeing. We went to wow. some, honestly, I, I wish we didn't go to the, where we went. It was like this fucking fancy fucking theater because I guess it like just opened or something. I don't know. But then the, like you press a button or something and then someone comes and they're like trying to take your order. I'm like, I'm trying to watch the fucking movie. And then me, people whispering oh, next to me, oh, take the, I'll take the boneless wings. I'm like, God damn it. Oh, oh so, so it's like a draft house. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of. Was it, was it flicks? I have no idea. Uh, cause like there's a movie theater next to us. Um, it's called Flicks, and it's like a draft house in a way. Yeah, I still need to rewatch the movie because I missed like the first ten minutes. <laughs> uh, dude, dude, that that's like my biggest pet peeve of like a movie. Like I, I don't want to miss like the beginning of it, and when I do, like my mood's like fucking just gone because yeah. I missed something. Which I definitely did because I was like, "What the fuck is happening?" Because <laughs> that movie moves so fast. Yeah, uh, like a like a bullet train. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's fucking bullet train. Good shit. Isn't that right? Um, my next one is like the most 
like arguably the most critically acclaimed A24 movie, um, Everything Everywhere All at Once. Ooh. Shit was fucking mid. I fell asleep and then I woke up crying. I'm kidding. No, that that movie is like that's best damn picture. Near, best picture. Damn near perfect. Damn near perfect as well. If it doesn't win best picture, the Oscars are rigged. I mean, we knew that already, but like, it deserves that. <laughs> it deserves it. I'm sorry. It really, it really does. But fucking man, incredible. Like, that that shit that shit was. Man, I I remember like, I I literally saw that shit on like a whim, like. It like it was one of those movies where like I don't even care about like seeing it on the first day. I just had to see it like at some point because of the limited um, screenings. screenings. So then like um, I was literally in Houston and I was with my friend. I was like, "Hey, you want to go see this movie?" She was like, "Sure." Like, where is the nearest movie theater? It's like, oh, it's like right next to us because we're in downtown Houston, and we literally just like walked there and. We had a fucking blast. That shit was amazing. And I like the only like the theater had like probably like 20 seats. It was like it was it was really small. But yeah, I that movie was just so fucking emotional and it was amazing. Yeah, I got to it late. Uh, Everyone was raving about it, of course. And I'm just like, fuck, I want to see this movie. And there's like no screenings. (laughs) Yeah, I know. I I remember yeah, had to wait until it released on 4K Blu-ray, and usually I don't buy movies I haven't seen physically, <laughs> uh, but I did with everything everywhere all at once uh, because everyone was raving about it. So I ran the risk of it being like, man, yeah, people hype this up too much. But man, I wasn't expecting what that movie was like. I like I didn't know what to expect. I knew it was a multiverse thing. That's pretty much it. Uh, I knew there was some cool action sequences. I actually wasn't familiar with the Daniels. Uh, mm. I haven't seen any of their other movies. Saul turned down for what? Uh, <laughs> that's pretty much the only thing I've seen from them. Um, so yeah, so I went when I went into it, I didn't really know what to expect. And fuck me, man, that movie! Like they they managed to make the multiverse concept like digestible, but also like complicated enough where you're still like interested and intrigued and like the action was fucking incredible uh everything about it was it was i wasn't expecting to i wasn't expecting it to be an emotional film but my god (laughs) like the the scene that i didn't know if i was alone until like after you know i saw the movie and could actually start like looking at reviews and reactions and stuff the the initial sequence uh, when they were just rocks. Yeah, that, that scene it was, was like, just be a rock. I, I fucking broke me. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I love that scene a lot. And, yeah. um, you know, it's also like one of those things where it's like, I always love like Asian American like films. So the fact that like, you know, we had gotten this like, and then just before we had gotten like, you know, Shang-Chi, I was like really like into like, just like that form of media. Um, and this surpassed like my, my expectations. I mean, I well, like kind of like you said, I didn't ha- know like what I was getting into rather than just it being a multiversal story with an other predominantly Asian cast. Um, and I, I came out like loving that shit so much that like I was like, I, I was like fiending for like, 
just more reviews on that movie. Like anybody who had seen it, like it, like there's in for like a fucking treat. So yeah, I'm I was really excited for that. Absolutely. Would you give it a ten out of ten? I would give it a ten out of ten. Yeah. I would too. It's not like because we're both not like ooh nothing's perfect, but like. I mean, it's true, like, nothing's perfect, but, like, that doesn't mean we're not going to give something 10 out of 10. And he had, like, I only have, like, one issue with everything <laughs> all at once, and it's it's not even that big of a deal. So, like, the movie's just, it's it's damn near flawless. So good. Yeah. But uh, let's bring it down a bit. Let's bring it down. Bring the mood down. Like, because, you know, let's talk about it. The Book of Boba Fett was fucking trash. Uh <laughs> I haven't, I haven't finished it. I know you haven't finished it. That shit's ass, except the two Mandalorian episodes that are randomly in it. Um, it's just, I mean, 2.5. I went on my 15 minute rant. You can, on the podcast, I also chopped, or didn't chop it up, but I sort of took that out, put it on my YouTube channel. If you want to just see, well, just hear me rant about Book of Boba Fett for 15 minutes. Um, but yeah, this, it, it was just, it felt so basic visually. It was uninteresting. The story was just bland, which sucks. Cause it's, it's Boba Fett. And I, I never really cared about Boba Fett to begin with, but like, and I still stand by that. I do like the total arc that Boba Fett went on, uh, like where he started versus where he ended up and parts of the journey to get there. I enjoyed, but like just on the whole, it was just boring boring uninteresting just felt flat and uh again talked about in my rant i just i blame most of that on robert rodriguez um because again like the episodes he didn't direct were were pretty great and the obviously the mandalorian episodes he didn't direct were fucking phenomenal uh just just really unfortunate shit (laughs) just just unfortunate (laughs) um but yeah (laughs) One of the worst of the year, in my opinion, unfortunately. Technically, that started in 2021, but most the bulk of the series was in early 2022. Yeah. Yeah, that shit's ass. Um, the next one on my list that I'm going to bring the mood down is Andor. Shut um, the fuck up. You haven't seen <laughs> Fuck You. No. Um, the one I'm going to bring down is the Texas Chainsaw Massacre reboot. Oh. <laughs> oh, my fucking God. This movie fucking sucked dude like it has some nice kills but overall like the the premise of the story is just fucking gen z gentrifying a fucking a town and shit oh my god this is it's fucking disgusting dude this shit sucks i'm gonna talk about it for like a little bit because i want to move on but, like, yeah, you have, like, a plot line of, like, you know, these Gen Z people gentrifying a fucking town. Um, and, like, yeah, it's, like, a small town in Texas. And, um, yeah, you, you know, you have, like, the fucking, the, the YouTube interracial couple. It's kind of funny how they brought that, brought that in. And then one of the, one of the other people, and, like, you know, one of the main characters is, like, a school shooter survivor. And it that that's just fucking lame. That shit was awful. And they tried they try to do like the fucking Halloween twenty eighteen shit where like they brought in like you know they try to bring in like you know a Laurie Stroke character 
and it doesn't even work out because for like number one, like Leatherface doesn't even like remember her. Like that's fucking that's like already a downer. Number two, um, like the the original actress who was in the the movie died, so they had to get another person. Number three, um, like that's not even how like the character was portrayed at all. She's not like supposed to be like this badass like you know person. And number four, they fucking kill her off. So that's fucking garbage. Yeah, the movie fucking sucked. Don't waste your time <laughs> watching it. I get, I've only heard bad things. Yeah, you'll never hear. You'll never hear a good thing. I haven't Except even heard like, that it's so bad it's good kind of thing. Just that like. Like I mean, there's oh. always there's like there's like there's like some solid kills, right? You know, it, it's fine. That's like the only criticism I, you know, I, I mean, that's the only thing I'll give it. It's like you know, solid kills, right? But other than that, that shit's fucking garbage. I would have done better. I know I would have, because I'm fucking a god. I'm kidding, but but yeah, the movie fucking sucks. Uh, to bring it back up. Uh, I want to, I want to, uh, you know, because obviously, you know, we talk about Marvel, DC, Star Wars and stuff, but, you know, it's, we don't really get to talk a ton about like extra shit on the podcast other than the, you know, like, what'd you watch this week? Little section that we do. Um, So I want to talk about one of the fucking best shows I've seen in a, in a hot, hot minute. Uh, Severance. Oh, no severance on apple tv plus um it's getting a second season thank fucking god because i was i was worried there for a bit uh severance is fucking phenomenal one of the best like first seasons of television i've i've ever seen uh it it was just so interesting so intriguing the visuals were stunning the the cinematography was incredible the story was was so interesting and like like it was like one of those shows where you don't know what the fuck is going on really but like the concept and the characters are interesting enough to like to like keep you going and the, but by the end it's like what the fuck and it like 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 once it ends you're like you're just like what the fuck and, and you're just, it's just done there's no fucking second season i don't know what to do and it's, i'm really excited for the second season to come out because I I don't know what the fuck's going on. It's it's super good. It's fucking. I don't remember if it was created or just directed or written by. I know he directed some episodes at least. But Ben Stiller is 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 <laughs> uh, heavily involved in the series, which is crazy. You didn't expect something like this to come out of Ben Stiller. But like, there's comedy in it. Like, there's it's 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 sort of like Breaking Bad in the sense where it's mostly dramatic, but there are comedic moments. Um, it's it's fantastic. If anyone has the chance, if you don't have an Apple device, fuck, do a one month trial and just binge Severance. It's, it's not that many episodes. Uh, it's it's truly phenomenal. Yeah, I think I think that shit's kind of ass. Kind of dropped the thirty seconds in. I'm gonna kill you. I'm <laughs> okay. going to kill you. It's nine episodes. Oh, that's easy. That's light work. Yeah. That's how it works. I'll watch it probably tonight. We'll see. Um, going back to TV shows, uh, um, one of the show, one of the best shows I've seen uh, this year is The Bear. God, that shit's fucking good. Wait, you haven't you haven't seen it, right? Or have no. you? Oh yeah, oh yeah. I forgot. It's like very anxiety inducing. 
But um, but yeah, I love I love the the Bears so much. Um, it has a it has a really has a really good cast, uh, featuring I think his name is Jeremy Allen White. Yeah, I think I think that's his name. Who um, has an incredible performance. Uh, this show is you know very emotional. Um, like I said, very anxiety inducing, but also wholesome at times uh it has like you know it's pretty i i think it has like you know some creative moments in there but i i love it because like i, I don't really see much of like you know cooking shows like that on, on that type of level so the fact that i um watched this was very like refreshing to me um and um i think it's getting a second season i believe but yeah that shit's pretty good that's also also the show that made you think that that guy would be a good Wolverine. Yeah, he yeah he's been coming up a lot as like Wolverine. Yeah, I don't like, know about that one. People have been fan casting as him, which um, I mean, like it's cool. Now that now that I think about it, it's cool. But you know, we'll see. I think I could be better. Yeah, probably because I'm transracial. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> you know what? I feel like being Asian today. <laughs> <laughs> No, before anyone gets offended, that's like a it's like an old reference, like an old skit by somebody. So I don't want to offend anybody. It's not. It's not. It's not offensive unless you start imitating. <laughs> yeah, okay. Bing shi ling. No. No. God damn it! What the fuck? It's a John Cena reference. Please don't get mad. It's on, blame John Cena. <laughs> oh no. God, to cut it out or to not cut it out—that is the question. <laughs> we'll see. I won't cut it out. If you get mad at that, I don't know what to tell you. Good luck getting canceled, buddy. <laughs> um, uh, again, one of the probably one of the most surprising shows uh, I saw this year, and again, highly anticipating the second season is Welcome to Wrexham. Uh, the docu-series uh, from Ryan Reynolds and Rob McElhenney because uh, they bought the uh, Wrexham soccer team. And I went in because uh, I'm in love with Ryan Reynolds. So just on that level, I'm like, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to watch this. And I also, I'm also a pretty big fan of Rob McElhenney as well. Uh and so, you know, I went in being like, hey, I like these two guys and they've never really been in a thing together. So it, it's nice to it'd be nice to see them bounce off of each other. And then. I stayed for the actual team themselves and the sport. I'm not a sports guy at all, let alone fucking soccer. If I'm going to watch a sport, it's going to be basketball. I don't give a shit about soccer, but God damn it. <laughs> This, this show, I was like, why do I fucking care so much about this? Uh, and it's gotten to the point where I'm like, because obviously, you know, it's, it's a real fucking soccer team and they're playing like real games in real life. And this, the shows aren't, aren't coming out like the second the game, you know, like so they're like playing games and stuff right now. And I'm like looking away from my my Twitter feed with when Ryan Reynolds like retweets shit. I'm like, ah, spoilers, <laughs> spoilers for real life. <laughs> I don't want to see that. <laughs> Wait for the second season. Uh, but yeah, just a huge surprise because I couldn't give less of a fuck about sports and soccer. So, uh, the fact that I was, 
entertained and intrigued <laughs> and by this docuseries uh, was really surprising because, again, I started it out for Ryan Reynolds and Rob Alcohany, but like after maybe like the first couple episodes when there's just sort of like introducing you, they're only in the episodes for like a quarter of it. And because the, the bulk of the episodes is, is purely focused on the team and the sport. So I, yeah, uh, <laughs> I, I, I had a great time with it. What is it? What are you, what are you watching on? Hulu? Hulu. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Good thing. I still have that activated. Might cancel tomorrow. I'm kidding. No. Um, I I don't really remember watching that many shows. I wish I wish Letterbox can put shows on there that have more than one season. Um, about to take over Letterbox, right? Hostile takeover. But um, one of the things, one of the best things I've seen from Jordan Peele was Nope this year. Yep, and we just we just talked about it like a couple a podcast or two ago. Shit is fucking phenomenal. Shit is great. Um, like it's one of the scenes where it's like, I saw a TikTok video about this and how like you know, Jordan Peele is like yeah he's like literally subverting like the horror genre in like many different ways, but like you know they're not really giving him his props. Like what makes Nope like so fucking different is that not only is it like a you know like a, like a horror movie but it's subverting the ufo like horror trope or like people aren't xenophobic to like towards aliens instead like you know it's just like this entity that humans are trying to like take over as you know that's one of the plots of the movie but my god this shit is great like great cinematography great isn't even the word it is cinematography in this movie is fucking fantastic um and great cast you know kiki palmer was amazing dan kaluuya is always great um steven yoon wish we got to see more of him but he was great also and yeah that movie is fucking this movie is amazing uh yeah it's getting snubbed at a lot of award things it's not really getting yeah. nominated for a lot of stuff, which is yeah, it sucks. Not even like visual effects. Like, come on, <laughs> really? Mm. Uh, Love and Thunder got nominated. <laughs> you know, and I'm not, I'm not, I don't, I don't really hate on the MCU CG because I don't think it's as bad as everyone says it is. But like, nope, looks incredible. <laughs> um, but yeah, to bring it down again, uh, one of the worst films I've seen this year by far. Uh, Avatar The Way of the Water. I mean, this film just way too long. Number one, the plot fucking sucks. I don't care about literally anyone in the movie. Like, it could just be like, like, it just came out. But like, this shit's ass. I don't know. Yeah, I already saw my Avatar 2, which is Black Panther. So, yeah, I haven't actually seen Avatar 2. I'm just hating for no reason. But um. E <laughs> one um, hater, bro. Yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm gonna see it eventually. I don't know if I'll see it in theaters. I'm, maybe I will. Just one day, just go. I don't know. Um, but yeah, probably, probably the like the last thing on my worst list because I didn't really, I don't really like seeing movies that <laughs> I don't think I'd like. But probably Uncharted 
which I didn't hate completely, but like it just it was just so bog standard stuff, and they like crammed in like stuff from the games. Like it was okay, like it wasn't bad, but like it was just kind of whatever. The dialogue was pretty bad in parts. But yeah, I'll have a ton to say about it. I didn't hate Tom Holland. Mark Wahlberg fucking sucked. But yeah. Yeah, Uncharted was okay. Um, you know, it would have been better if I was in it. You want to be Nathan Drake? Yeah. Okay. I can make that happen. Uh, <laughs> snaps fingers. <laughs> um, I would say Barbarian, but like, you know, I kind of already talked about that already. So we're going to skip the, skip past that. But um, another film that I really enjoyed this year was Vengeance, directed by B.J. Novak. Really, really good film. Um, it's kind of a, it's kind of like a sleeper hit, pretty much as well. Um, you know, I was fortunate enough to go see an early showing of um, Vengeance, and actually get to see B.J. Novak like uh, do a Q and A. And pretty much like, you know, his uh, um, inspiration was Texas to an extent. Yeehaw. <laughs> um, but yeah, like, you know, this movie was really good. It's a really, really nice emotional film. Um, and it has really good family dynamics. Um, but also, like, it shows how... Well, B.J. Novak's character, you know, he's a he's pretty selfless. Like, well, not selfless. He's pretty selfish. But throughout the movie, he learns to become, like, you know, more human and more passionate towards his family who thought that he was, you know, he dated their daughter, but it was just a one night stand. <laughs> but you know, this was this was really good. And Ash uh, Ashton Kutcher is in it. Fucking! I never expect to see Ashton Kutcher as a goddamn cowboy in this movie. It's fucking great. Haven't seen it, but might I might get to it at some point. Um, yeah, I just kind of I kind of want to just like highlight the stuff that we haven't really talked about before. I think I think I did talk about a couple of these, but uh, you know, in passing. But I uh, uh, one of again one of the better shows I saw this year. Uh, Our flag means death on HBO Max. Taika, uh, yes, Taika with TT. Um, just great shit. Um, it started off slow. I was like, there, there, they, there came a point where I was like, do I want to keep watching this? And but I'm really glad I did because by the end I was like, what in the fucking shit? What the fuck? <laughs> where's, where's season two? And thank God they're making season two despite all the shit happening at HBO. Uh. For now, fuck. Knock on wood. <laughs> um, uh, but, you know, I think I actually think they're shooting it already. But that doesn't mean anything for HBO. Knock on wood. Um, but it, it was just solid shit. Riz Darby's in it. He's he's like the main character. Uh, it was. It was just, it was it was it was like it was one of the surprising ones, because I again, I didn't know what to expect. Uh, I knew it was a pirate show. Uh and I knew Taika Waititi was in it, and th- that's pretty much all I knew. But going into it, the the tone was just really fun, really stupid. <laughs> uh, 
it's just just yeah just really great stuff the guy from the batman's in it uh, the guy, the guy from the Batman. The guy from the Bat. The, the he's he's the cop that's like I got you on two assault charges. That guy. Oh, oh okay. I got you assaulting two I police got, officers. Yeah, I got you assaulting an officer. <laughs> yeah, she, How about two or whatever? <laughs> what he says. She was like, she was a, a fucking awesome line, but um, well, good thing I have HBO Max back, so I gotta watch it. So I'll give I'll get I'll get to that eventually. Um, I don't. Mm, I'm gonna skip Black Panther <gasps> on this list. I mean, I mean, we talked about it. We can just talk about it. I mean, fantastic film. Yeah, fantastic film. We they're, they're, we already have our thoughts on yeah. it. On Massive improvement from the first. Great performances. Mm-hmm. Great visuals. Great cinematography. Great introduction to Namor. Yeah. Yeah. So. Um, only thing we missed was Ryan Gosling. Exactly. Anyways, um, I'm going to talk about Prey. Um, I loved Prey. Um, great, great, like, prequel to the, like, in, you know, in the, the Predator universe. Um, people were, like, like skeptical it's about it. It's a prequel because oh. it takes place in, like, this, like, 1700s. Um and you know it, it it's a good it's like a really good like service film you know like where it call it has callbacks to the or, or previous movies but they're the lines are delivered in a way that aren't forced um and you know yeah this movie was like a really really like good good like film that showed you know like the the Comanche tribe and them dealing with like you know the, the, the predator and stuff um amber uh, mid thunder amber mid thunder did fucking like fantastic she's a fantastic actress um she had a, she had to learn like you know comanche um but also she had to learn uh not to like the more facial expression she had to learn that but also she did some of the stunts on her own which was really good um the cast was was like you know they, they they did really really well and the action the cinematography and the visual effects were fucking amazing um overall i did i i really like love this film um a lot i haven't seen a single predator film honestly you should watch the first one why because it has arnold in it arnold schwarzenegger he's amazing yeah I think you'd like it. It's not like it's not like I, I know like you're like you're not a fan of like horror, but like it's not really like a horror movie. Yeah, I know. It's I don't know. <laughs> you'd actually I feel like you would in my opinion, you'd have more fun with like the original Predator than like the other ones. Cause the other ones are like where they start getting like more hoary. What about horror-y. Alien? Alien is a horror movie. Aliens. Yeah, it's just a, yeah, I don't know. I don't know how you'd feel about that. Kind of want to see Alien. You probably would freak out the facehuggers. No, oh, yeah, the fa- no, I know about the facehuggers. Well, I mean, yeah, you should give it a watch. That's like the that's probably the best Ridley Scott movie. I haven't seen Gladiator, but you know, 
Worst of the year, Top Gun Maverick. Really? No, no, it's not. No, it's it's not. But if there was another section for most overrated of the year, <laughs> um, <laughs> Top Gun Maverick would probably be on that list. <laughs> Look, it's good. But motherfuckers acting like it's the best thing since sliced bread. I, this, I mean, it, like it's it just retreaded the first film. Has better visuals. They flew. They flew real planes. So that's cool, I guess. The, the story's really just kind of whatever. The characters are pretty uninteresting. I don't like Miles Teller, so maybe that's just a person thing. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's it's one of those movies. Like the you, you watch Top Gun, and especially Top Gun Maverick in theaters and shit for. You know the plane action. I'm a dialogue man. I like <laughs> I, 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 I like my stories. I don't, I don't I don't give a shit about planes flying around. Um, so like like it was solid. Like it was it, it was entertaining, but it's not. I wouldn't I wouldn't even say it's top five of the year. <laughs> um, it's like like I'd give it like a seven out of ten. Like it's it's solid. But it's not incredible. <laughs> like, it, like uh, everyone seems to be acting like it is. Like, even my dad, he's a huge Tom Cruise fan, a huge Top Gun fan. And we saw it for his birthday. We came out. And I was like, how'd you like it? He was like, it was all right. <laughs> I was like, I was like, this is your, this is, this was made for you. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of how I felt about the first Top Gun. Because like, I was like, I was gear, I was watching it to eventually see Top Gun Maverick. Um, whenever I did watch it and I came out of like, oh, and I came out, but like I finished Top Gun, the first one, I was like, this movie's okay. I mean, good 80s music, good dog fighting. Um, and I, I would go on Letterboxd and people were like, this is the gayest film I've ever seen in my life. It's so fucking gay, dude. <laughs> it's so fucking gay. Both movies, they're so gay. <laughs> oh my god but you know i <laughs> yeah because like i was like watching i was like watching it and i was like hey you know goose like you good there are you sure you're i mean you got a wife and kid you know you good bro like nah but it's so fucking it's, gay <laughs> it's it's fine it's fine but i'll watch top gun maverick eventually probably whenever I think it's on Prime, isn't it? I have no idea. Let me see. Because I look as again, I watched it with my dad for his birthday, and my brother was there. And the entire time, we kept kept looking at each other, like this shit's gay. <laughs> this is gay. <laughs> it's on. Uh, it's on. You have to like rent it for like five bucks. I could do that. Whatever. I can rent it for five bucks. But yeah. Um. Let's see. Um, I'm gonna go with like something that's like lower tier. Um, Jurassic World Dominion. Mm. Um, um, it was it was okay. Jer- uh, fuck. Oh my god. Um, I don't. I'm trying to figure out how to say this in the best way possible. It would have been a lot better had I been in the movie. I'm kidding. No, but um. Jeff Goldblum fucking carried this movie hard. I heard he had to do back surgery for how fucking bad he carried it. Um, sorry for who who carried it? Jeff Goldblum. Oh yeah, yeah, of course he did. He fucking fucking carried this movie on his back. 
Oh wow! Look at look, look, look at the the dinosaurs and yes. <laughs> um, but yeah, like I, when I came out of it, when I watched that, when I watched the movie, I thought it was like you know fine. Um, you know, I like I kind of gave it. I think I gave it like a four stars, but like now I think about it, it's like a, it's like a three. It's like a three, maybe two and a half. Cause like the first act. And the second act are like super, super fucking slow. And like Bryce Dallas Howard, like, you know, mommy, like, I felt like she just didn't do much in this movie. I I, I don't know. I don't really know. I don't really have anything else to say about that. But the movie is just mid. I see. So you said three out of five or three out of ten? Probably like a th- uh, well, if, if we're going on like for like out of ten, probably like a probably like a five point five. Okay, okay. It's not not the worst thing you've ever seen, but like it's just like pe- like painfully average. Yes, fair enough. Fair enough. I get it. Um, next on my list, this is this is one I was like, this fucking came out this year. <laughs> um, that's Sonic Two. Oh my god! I thought this came out last year. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, yeah, that yeah, that did came out this year. It came out in March. Yeah, that's that's crazy. I like I I, I straight up thought it came out last year, but I I get I guess it came out this year. This uh, I thought was a solid improvement on the first Sonic film. Again, never ceases to amaze me that the arguably the first successful video game film franchise is Sonic. Um, probably should have been like Pokemon like Detective Pikachu was good but like they're never gonna make another one of those probably uh like it was a good one-off but like yeah the fact that we're two Sonic movies in we're about to get a third and they're just solid solid movies like they're kids movies definitely but they're just it's it's good it's just good stuff (laughs) um yeah I don't have a ton to say about it obviously the Jim Carrey's doing his thing He's great in it. We just uh, getting tails and knuckles. Knuckles had no business being as funny as he is in this. It's a, it's a, it's a bit of a departure from maybe what people are used to from the more recent cartoons, but like he, it, cause it was Idris Elba and you, they had his, their own way of making him really, really funny, especially towards the end. Uh, he was, he was really, really great, but yeah, Sonic too. Yeah, Knuckles is canonically a feminist. Knuckles is the goat. I mean, Shadow's really, the goat, but he really is. Um, I so I I don't know. I'm, I'm actually gonna rewatch that movie. She's amazing. Um, I don't really have anything else I want to say that's good. Everything uh, else is just shit. Uh, I mean, like, there's also like the Gray Man that was pretty mid. I mean, it's like a, it's like a, another painfully average like movie. Chris Evans, like you know, did Christopher Jamal Evans did his thing too. Um, yeah, Anthony and Joe Russo, you know, they 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 did good on this movie. I don't know, it's just average. I have really nothing. It was to less say directing, more the writing. Yeah. Same um, writers as Infinity War. <laughs> yeah, I just um, I don't know. I don't really remember much about it. Was the action good? 
It's I still yeah, have, it's, I haven't seen it's, it. It's it's fine. It's fine. Yeah, it's fine. Some fine action. It's, I, that's it. I, I, that's all I got. Well, uh, I have. I I think I talked about this relatively recently, but the Weird Al movie, uh, just fucking ridiculous in the best way possible. Uh, if anyone like it's it's on Roku. If you could just, I think I think you could just download the Roku. I don't fucking remember how to do this shit. It's this fucking Roku original. Find a way to watch it. It's good shit. Uh, relatively short, I think. Uh, it's just absolutely ridiculous and and funny. Just pure weird owl weirdness. <laughs> so yeah, that there's also Lightyear, which was way over hated for some reason. Uh, like it was, it's obviously, it's not like one of Pixar's best movies, but like, I don't know, man, like it sucked, bro. Shut up. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know what people were expecting from it, but I thought it was, I thought it was really solid. I thought Chris Evans did a great job of doing his own thing while also sort of like paying homage to Tim Allen. Um, They were, they were, uh, they were expecting a Woody cameo. And they're expecting to see a giant foot and be Andy's. Probably, honestly. <laughs> uh, Turning Red, uh, again, a film overly hated, not because people actually had a problem with the film, but because it was about, it was a metaphor for periods or whatever, and and moms got bent out of shape about it or some shit, and I don't know. Uh, <laughs> it was good. Red. It was good. I liked it less than Lightyear to be honest, it's one of those things where it's like, it's not really for me. Uh, but also I'm not going to be like, Ooh, it's for girls. Eh. It was solid. <laughs> it was, it was solid. Um, Chip and Dale rescue Rangers. Incredible on Disney plus. It's like, it's like a, a spiritual successor to Roger rabbit. Incredible. Loved it. Uh, maybe a little long, but like, Great stuff. John Mulaney, Andy Samberg, uh, fantastic. Bunch of fun cameos. <laughs> Seth Rogen's cameos was just amazing. Uh, cameo from the old Sonic. Yes, Ugly Sonic. Incredible. Uh, but yeah. Oh, there, oh, you know what I fucking forgot? Oh, because that... Wait, did that come out this year? What? Oh, God damn, I gotta check. Hold on. No series. Episodes. Season 2. Man, that was this year in March. Everything was fucking in March and May and shit. Um, this show called Upload on Amazon Prime. Uh, I think it was created by Greg Daniels, who created uh, The American Office. Uh, it's it has Robbie Amell in it. Basically, he's going to die. And so they upload your consciousness to this virtual world and your family members can like virtual reality themselves into that world. So basically you're basically oh, immortal. The the metaverse. <laughs> God damn it. Wow, yeah. You know what? I bet I wouldn't be surprised. Concept. I wouldn't be surprised if that's where Zuckerberg got the fucking idea. I, I genuinely wouldn't be surprised. Uh, and basically sort our online. Wow, little, yeah. origi- original. It is original. <laughs> it's a fucking sitcom. It's, it's funny. Uh, the second season was a little short. But there are they're doing a I think they already filmed this third season actually so that should be coming out I imagine relatively soon because there was a big delay the first season came out a little while ago but COVID kind of fucked everything up uh, so yeah that's that's that uploads a really a really really underrated series uh, there's also Tales of the Jedi that was just some solid shorts the Count Dooku ones 
incredibly surprising. Andor, phenomenal series, one of the best, easily top three Star Wars anything. Uh, Torn and slacking. Anyway, speed run these. Also, <laughs> also forgot the boy season three. That was this year. Yeah. What the fuck? <laughs> it came out in July. Oh yeah, did fuck man, jeez. <laughs> Yeah, The Boys, probably the best season so far. Uh, they're filming season four now, I think. I don't think they wrapped filming. Uh, so I think they're shooting season four now. Great. Just great, great piece of television. Great season. Incredible stuff. Uh, Thor Love and Thunder, overly hated. Everyone just needs to shut the fuck up about this goddamn movie. <laughs> it's solid. Stay mad. Uh, Doctor Strange and Multiverse of Madness. Great movie divisive understandably so but we had a lot of fun with it like a lot of fun with it good sam raimi corniness uh peacemaker because that came out this year it's good shit solid stuff Peacemaker. um yeah if he if he comes back it's just gonna yeah it's just gonna be real awkward uh moon knight solid stuff uh, really like the psychological stuff. I'm a sucker for that, so that's probably why I liked it more than most people. Uh, but people on Twitter have the most raging hate boner for this show. For I feel like what they think is a valid reason. But I don't think it's a valid reason. It's a six episode series. They didn't have that long to cover all their bases. But like that doesn't mean we're never going to get more and more fleshed out character aspects. That's all I'm going to say on that. Uh, moving on. Uh, she Hulk, incredible. Uh- <laughs> best MCU Disney plus series moving on the Sandman. Uh, Oh yeah. Sandman as well. Very good. Again, didn't know what to expect from it. You know, I wasn't, wasn't perfect. There was some stuff I was, I, cause it was one of those series where it's almost like they dealt with separate things in like each episode. Uh, but it had some, it had some great, great stuff in it. So excited for a season two. It's, it, 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 it might not be looking good for a season three. So, you know, maybe they have to, they might have to like sort of do like a pseudo finale for season two because David Zaslav does not seem to want to work with Netflix. So it's not, it's not looking great, <laughs> but you know, we're, we're still going to get a season two, likely, probably, hopefully. Anyway, Miss Marvel, you don't like it. Uh, moving on. <laughs> no, you know, you said it was fine. Uh, I, I enjoyed it. Obi-Wan. We liked it more than a lot of other people. Fuck that final fight. I still am in love with that final fight. I still stand by that. I think it's better than the Revenge of the Sith fight. I don't give a shit what anyone says. Fun series. Leia was perfect. It had a couple missteps here and there. Uh, Whatever. On the whole, I thought it was really, really good. Oh, the part where where Reva's going after Vader and he's just fucking sliding. He's gliding, bro. He doesn't need a lightsaber. Oh, oh, anyway. Uh, yeah, that's all I have on my list. Uh, that it? I don't know. Is that it? Did we miss anything? Oh. You sure? I will put some more stuff down, but like, that'd be too crowded. Because we missed the minions. Oh my God. So, so fucking mad that I was going to go see the movie. And something happened. You know who you are. I'm talking to you. Oh, no. <laughs> I, I don't know what's happening here. No, I'm kidding. Oh, okay. I don't, I, don't, I, don't blame, I don't blame you. Oh, no, no you're I'm not kidding. <laughs> no, 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 no. It's not you. It's other people. No, I don't. Don't worry. I'm not blaming you. You're, oh. you're good. Oh, God. 
what is happening? I have a, I have a grudge against you. I'm kidding. <laughs> but is it, is it, is, it, uh, is that the show? Yeah, it's the show. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what the fuck just happened? <laughs> I know that people are gonna be watching, and be like, "Oh my god!" Like, I'm so sorry. <laughs> nah. There's gonna be you're gonna be like five people texting you, like, "Was it me?" <laughs> right. But um, all right. Thank you for listening to the Avengers podcast. If you want to follow us, we're at Avengers on Twitter. That's A-V-E-N-G-E nerds, all one word. If you want to follow the other one of us, you can reach me at nowhere. Just follow our social medias. Um, yeah, follow our TikTok or Instagram. And that's it. Is your New Year's resolution going to be to post more on the social? <laughs> yes, that is my New Year's resolution is to post more. Um, where can they reach you at? Uh, they can reach me at Zenith underscore on Twitter. I am sorta ish planning to maybe, maybe revive my YouTube channel. So I guess youtube.com slash at it's Zenith. I think, I think that you are, I don't know. YouTube.com slash it's Zenith. Yeah. All right. Well, sounds good. If you have a discord, you'd like, to, you'd like to join the conversation there. Those would be linked in the show notes. You can check out our link tree for any additional links you may be interested in. You can also review the show in-app on Apple Podcasts. If you could leave five stars in a review, it will really help us out. Thanks again for listening to the Avengers Podcast. We'll see you in the new year. Later with, you know, our, our big change, our big change. Yes. Crazy just, how La La Land is better than The Godfather. <laughs> Biggest surprise of the year. Who, who, who knew?